There are no secrets to success, just things you haven't learned yet. And once you learn them, it's up to you to apply them. I'm Jamal, AKA Boss Eagle, billboard charting hip hop artist and music business coach. Join me as we talk digital marketing, social media, technology, and more, and share interviews with industry professionals to help you unlock the secrets and take control of your music career. Because we are the new music business, and this is the Indie Musician Secrets Podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the Indie Musician Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Jamal, a.k.a. Boss Eagle, billboard charting hip-hop artist and music business coach at Business Minded Musicians. I want to welcome you to episode 11, where we're going to be talking about, do you really need to be everywhere? We're going to dive into that today, but first, I want to remind you that you can uh, stream the podcast on all of your favorite platforms, and don't forget to download, rate, and review. Those things uh, help us to push the podcast forward, help us get uh, seen more. And so I greatly appreciate if you wouldn't mind rating and review, hopefully give me a five-star rating, (laughs) Um, and also download the podcast wherever you would like to download podcasts too. So Without further ado, we're going to be talking about uh, the topic for today, which is, do you really need to be everywhere? I know that sometimes it seems like or it feels like we have to be in all places at all times as musicians because you never know where people are going to find you or discover you. And what I'm not talking about today on this episode is... um, when it comes to streaming or YouTube, I'm not talking about those things. I think your music should be available everywhere. You should be on Spotify. You should be on Apple Music, Deezer, Tidal, all that good stuff, YouTube. But what I'm really referring to today is, do you need to be everywhere in terms of your presence, your social presence, your personal presence, right? Um, so that you can be a part of all of these things that are that are going on. And I think that sometimes what happens is it it, it causes maybe more uh, stress than it does good, right? So you know, one of the big things that is uh, is big in, in, in this time is social media. And with all of the different platforms, with all of the different, things to be involved with, sometimes it can feel like you're either, you know, behind the eight ball, behind the curve, or you're you're not keeping up, or there's always something new. And I, I know that for me, kind of what I've learned and the way I learned it was looking at the big four, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And YouTube is a little bit interesting because YouTube is not traditional social media in the sense that the other ones are. YouTube is actually a search engine. It's the second largest search engine in the world, second to Google. Uh, And YouTube is actually owned by Google. So between Google and YouTube, you have the one and two largest search engines in the world in terms of usage. But YouTube gets thrown in there because it is important. But when we're looking at the other big four, right? The original big four that I learned, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I think sometimes we we feel like <clears throat> we have to be on all these and be present on all these and then some. So if we're not on Facebook all the time, if we're not on Instagram, because we're always hearing about, you know, you have to show up. 
show up, show up, show up. And that can be hard to do sometimes. If, if we're being honest, it can be hard to do. And the thing that you have to remember too is that all of these social media platforms, they don't necessarily speak the same language. What works on Facebook is different from what works on Twitter. What works on Twitter is different from what works on Instagram. What works on Instagram is different from what works on Pinterest. And so you have to also keep those things in mind too. Otherwise, you might be doing yourself a disservice if you're trying to speak the same language, so to speak, across all these platforms. Again, YouTube being different because it's content that kind of lives forever. It's as people are searching for things. So it, it, the, the way that it's used is a little bit different. But the question I think that we need to be looking at is, you know, do we really need to be on all these socials? And then second to that is, you know, has it changed? Has the big four changed? Has TikTok come in and supplanted itself as one of those big four? And then even within these, right, how are we utilizing them? TikTok is similar to Instagram Reels, which is similar to YouTube Shorts. So are you creating more short content, which can honestly work better for you, right? Could be more in your favor to create some more of that short form content. So I'm not saying not to utilize these things. I'm just saying that for us as musicians, as music creators, we need to be thinking about, do we need to be everywhere, right? Do we need to be on all of these different social media platforms? And are we doing them all well, if we are on these social media platforms? And then you not only have social media and you know YouTube being a search engine, you not only have those, but then you also have things like online communities, social networks, like Clubhouse. Remember when Clubhouse came out? What was that a couple of years ago? It was like everyone was on Clubhouse and you had to be invited to Clubhouse and it was all the rage and all that stuff. And honestly, I think I joined and probably never did anything with it. And it's not even on my phone anymore because I just didn't use it. I'm not saying that there wasn't value in it. I'm not saying that it wasn't a good thing. I'm not saying that it's not still a great tool, but it just, for me, I wasn't using it. And so it just became another thing to think about. It became another thing to worry about. Am I missing out on something because I'm not actively involved over here? You know, then you have your traditional Facebook groups and now there's circle, which, you know, I'm part of a, a online community through this online academy of courses that I take bands in town. I'm part of that community. That's all on, on circle. And so, you know, but I know that I'm not super active. I know I'm not in there every day and I never really have been even with, you know, private Facebook groups that I've been a part of. And so when you start to step back and you're, you're also thinking about writing and creating music and recording and performing and making sure you're collecting your royalties and making new music videos and collaborations and your merch and all these other things that you have to think about as an artist, these just become another thing to have to figure out how to make this work inside your music business ecosystem. So I think, you know, looking back at that first question, do we need to be on all socials? I think the answer is clearly no. If you look at where you are investing and spending your time, you have to ask yourself, 
is it really making that big of a difference? Are you really utilizing those things effectively? Because I'll be, I'll be honest with you, anyone who, who knows me, and, and I don't mean anything negative against the social media platforms. I think they serve a purpose and all that. But I personally don't care much for social media. I think that it's more of a necessary evil. That's the way that I look at it. But there is some value and there is some benefit, but we have to use it correctly. And if you remember from a previous episode, I talked about that idea of being a producer and not a consumer, that idea that came from, that I learned from uh, master marketer Russell Brunson, this idea of we need to be the ones putting out the content and not just scrolling and scrolling and getting sucked into social media, you know, doing that social media reset. So I don't think we need to be on all the socials, but I do think that they serve a purpose, but we have to know how to use them well, if that makes sense. We have to know how to get the most out of them. So you have to use these the way that they're intended to be used. And I think that's why a lot of people maybe don't have success on, say, TikTok, for example, because they're trying to make TikTok speak their language instead of speaking the language of TikTok operating the way that the environment has set itself up so that they can then see success on TikTok. Obviously, Instagram has, you know, really put a lot of emphasis on reels to kind of combat TikTok and then now YouTube with YouTube shorts. So there is a way to to do them, but you have to make them work within the way, within the framework that they are created. And one other point that I'll make too is um, actually, uh, I'll, I'll talk about this in a second because um, I'm going to, I want to talk about, you know, where should you be? Where should you be on all of these different platforms and options, right? And before I talk about where you should be, I want to talk about a couple of other things. One, don't compare yourself to someone who seems to be everywhere. Don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Don't compare your context to someone else's context because they may have a team. They may have other people working on things. They may just simply have more time than you. And that's okay. You have to be where you can um, when you can. Be where you can when you can, which you know leads me to that. My second point is think about how much time do you have? How much time do you have to invest in this? How much time do you have to give to your social media and to these social networks and communities every day, every week, etc. And then consider automation or bulking your content, which was going to take which takes me back to the point I was making a second ago, which is consider repurposing as well. How do you take a video and maybe that short form video can be used for TikTok reels and uh, YouTube shorts, at least in the beginning, so that you can start to build some traction and get some momentum, and then maybe start doing different things on different platforms. But consider automation or bulking your content. Automation just basically means you're pre-scheduling it. You're pre-building your content. You're scheduling it so that you don't have to be sitting at your computer or your phone or whatever at that moment, right? And there are a lot of automation tools out there that can help you. And then also consider bulking your content or doing bulk content, which means creating a bunch of stuff at once instead of, you know, these one-off type of things. Consider making five or six YouTube videos and scheduling them. Consider bulk, you know, uh, creating 10, 20, 30, 
50 Twitter posts and then scheduling them to go out. And then obviously, yes, you want to have some of those organic things. You want to pop in live. You want to have some of those natural native posts, but at least you can have those other things rolling while you're not actively engaged, if that makes sense. So where should you be? What what platforms should you be on? I would say, look at where's your audience? Where is your audience? Is your audience on TikTok? Maybe, maybe not. You may be saying, well, I don't have an audience on TikTok because I haven't started a TikTok and that's fine. But where's your audience already? Where are the people that are already engaging with your stuff? Maybe that's Instagram. Maybe that's Pinterest. Maybe it's Twitter. You know, I'm not saying disregard the other networks, but maybe consider prioritizing your best areas. And that's where you put the most uh, time and effort and energy into, you know, it, it might be better to to prioritize quality in a few areas over quantity and being scattered in a lot of areas, if that makes sense. So should you be everywhere? I don't think so. Should you be in a handful of things? Yes, I do believe that. And I also think that you should consider your audience when you're trying to decide where you should put your time. And so um, the action item for this episode, again, we're going to be doing action items for these episodes so that you have an actionable step that you can walk away with, is to decide what is your Mount Rushmore? You know, what are those top four, maybe uh, two to four, three to four different social platforms that you can be on? Is that the, 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 the normal Mount Rushmore, right? The big four, the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, maybe you start there. Um, maybe you swap out one of those because maybe Facebook really isn't your place and TikTok is instead. Maybe it's just TikTok and Instagram and that's fine. It doesn't have to be four places. And then I would say also start with one community to be active in. What are you, maybe your top two to four socials and then one community that you can be active in, whether that's a Facebook group or something on Circle or Clubhouse, or maybe consider creating your own, creating your own Circle community, creating your own Facebook group that you can uh, oversee and maintain and manage and interact with at your leisure, your leisure. Um, but it gives you that ability to still stay connected. So that's your action item is decide what's your Mount Rushmore. You list out your top two to four socials and then one community that you can be active in. So I hope this was helpful for you. Um, if you want help, if you are looking to grow your fan base online. I am offering uh, the fan base growth accelerator course right now for only $7. And the reason for that is because uh, I dropped the price down so that um, I could offer ongoing group coaching for $7 a month because I know a lot of people coming in uh, as, as laid out as the course is, they still might want help walking through those things, plus having that community as well. So if you want to join the fan base growth accelerator course, you can do that today for only $7. There'll be a link in the description or the show, show notes. Um, and then you can also have the option to join group coaching for $7 a month. Uh, no contract, cancel anytime. You can just be a part of it to have that ongoing help in growing your fan base. So if you have any questions or topics that you'd like to discuss, feel free to send me an email to questions at IndieMusicianSecrets.com. Don't forget to rate and review this episode and all other episodes. And please, 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 as always, share this podcast with anyone else that you think it would be helpful for. So thank you again for listening. I hope you all are doing well and growing your music business. 
And uh, God bless, and I will see you when I see you. Peace. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow the Indie Musician Secrets podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen, and make sure to leave us a rating and review. Also, share this episode with other indie musicians you think it would be beneficial for. And for more helpful resources to help you grow your music business, visit us at businessmindedmusicians.com. I hope this episode has served you. We'll talk to you on the next episode.